Chestnuts roasting on an open fire Jack Frost nipping at your nose Yuletide carols being sung by a choir And folks dressed up like Eskimos All right, Kelly, because three is a crowd, this is Sign on the Window Presents Inside Baseball. Inside Baseball. Yeah. All right, Kelly, so we thought it would be pretty fun to kind of talk about the last year. So season two is going to officially start on the 8th of January. We're going to come back to you twice more after this. But we thought it would be pretty interesting. If you are interested in, like, making a podcast or starting something from scratch or just being the type of person that, like, thinks they want to do something and don't do it, this might be the podcast for you because approximately a year ago to this day, we were talking on Skype. You were in who knows where. Oh, I would have been probably in London last. Okay, so maybe it was a little before because you yeah. were like in Bulgaria or something. Oh, yeah. I think um, Poland. Maybe. Poland. That's yeah. right. It was Poland. Yeah. So we were talking for like seven and a half hours, which is ridiculous. And then at the very end, it was just like, yeah, I had a dream about this podcast. And you were like, oh, yeah, let's just do it. And that was the end. Yeah. And then we just fucking did it. Yeah. That's out of character. <laughs> for both of us. For I both of say. us. Yeah. Uh, you know, as somebody who wants to be somebody that does something, I think I had a vested interest in making this something. But I think for you, you said something early on that you hadn't done really anything creative, quote unquote. Yeah. Do you feel, just to like start, do, do you feel that this is a creative endeavor or do you feel like you're – just kind of going through the motions because i mean we are kind of building a world not to put words in your mouth but i i feel like we're <laughs> but i feel like we're building a world like yeah. we we have like these like 40 songs are like all that exist i know that there's like a periphery but it, it's fun to yeah. like refer to everything back to these like couple of things we've done so um i don't know creative wise just doing the episodes um uh, it's a lot of research actually which i didn't expect well, that, that part's happen. really kind of evolved. I, that that was never part of what was. <laughs> that's what makes I think we'll talk about our more memorable episodes. But I think that's what makes them so memorable is that out of nowhere you come out with like five minutes of like <laughs> talking about bills. Don't worry about it. I was dreaming about bills. Yeah, man. And that was like the most amazing thing that ever happened, and that totally changed the whole course of the podcast. Yeah, it, it didn't feel as creative. I don't know. It, it's fun. To talk and hang out with you, so that that was really the impetus of it. It was more of it wasn't the mission statement was to be creative, but through doing this, I feel like I mean I did the theme song, I've done some other stuff, and it's like given me the opportunity to do creative things that I've always wanted to kind of do. And, yeah, um, I'm gives not, you a weird outlet. Yeah, it's right. Nice. Like I'm not a musician by any means, but it's been fun to play around and like make music. For better or worse. Yeah. So. No, no. And for no matter what, it's for better because it exists. And I feel the same way with silly things like Twitter that I'm not always that engaged with. But when I do, fuck, it's fun. You guys are so much fun. And, and I've had such a great time. Like, Bob Dylan fans are the best. It's just yeah. so much fun to hang out and pun off of one another and have a really good time. We've had a lot of lucky incidences so far this first season. And I feel like Bob Dylan is just a... A wealth that's not going to stop giving. So even the next 40 are going to have their man gave names to all the animals and their if dogs run free. We're going to have the maybe someday terribleness and the song to Woody Greatness. It's going to be this really nice – I like it. It's so much fun that 
there's always going to be a pendulum one way or the other. Like so, you're never yeah. going to have bad or you're never going to have great. It's going to kind of just have this – that Buffy quality of great episode – Followed by a terrible, terrible, what the fuck were you thinking moment. Right. And then back up to the top. So if being creative is expressing yourself, I think absolutely that I've gone like tremendously in that direction that I would have otherwise. Like, even just doing the Buffy podcast too, kind of as this being the catalyst for that. Uh, yeah, I, I've definitely expressed myself more than I have before in my life. And it's very been very cool and fun. And that's, and that's what I mean. Like those are the fun things that I want to get into because – when we started, I, I had typed up something that was legitimately like three pages, single-spaced, tiny font that I was going to read. And if you go back and listen to episode one, we were following that script. I mean, like a fucking – like I don't even know what a good metaphor is. A thing that follows things. A thing that follows things. Uh, we were we, – we stuck to the script. And you realize pretty quickly that that wasn't as fun as like you thought it could have been. And that's why I thought like one episode would be all that we did. Because I thought we would have just burned out. I couldn't write these long scripts. And then it turned out like we just took a chance on episode two of just having a little bit more fun, a little more casual. And it made all the difference. That was so much fun. Yeah, well, when just... we started, I was in Hawaii with my mom. So yeah. it was like I was literally just tootling around my mom's house and writing notes into a notebook. And then I just basically read from my notebook. Yeah, and that's like a, a different world entry. too yeah. where you're like – I listened to it at this time. I was brushing my teeth at 8.47 a.m. But that just goes to show, like, we didn't really know what we were doing, you know? You weren't actually even here. I mean, we recorded everything, you know, to to pull the veil back a little. We recorded all three of those. Like, I think within the first week Mm -hmm. of us doing it, we started on, like, a Monday. I think it probably got it all through. But I do remember just doing Honest With Me, the very first episode, just by itself because we just used that one mic. And that oh, was supposed yeah, to be – And it was rough and it was terrible. But that's when we realized, OK, we have to find a way to get these two mics to work. And so that's right. why uh, I Want I want to Be Your Lover sounds so much better. It might not be as good of an episode because we're still bumbling about. But So before we get into memorable, terrible episodes and all that stuff, I want to go over – some random sun in the window facts. Ooh, you have facts? I got facts. First episode, honest with me, as we've already covered. Latest episode, which is episode 40, which is crazy, Ballad of Hollis Brown. Yeah. One of our, I think one of my favorites to record. Got to talk a lot of true crime. That's a lot of fun. Uh, there was a difference between those two songs of 13,756 days, 37 years, 7 months, and 29 days total between Honest and Me. Honest with me and Battle of Hollis Brown. Oh, for a second, I was like, since we recorded, I was like, that's wrong. <laughs> that's really years. wrong. Yes, we do one one song a year, and it's wow. been 37 years. So anyways, that between the first song and the last song, 37-year difference. Our longest episode, take a guess. Ooh, I have no idea. John Wesley Harding was an hour and three minutes and no 30 shit. seconds. Now, there were a couple of hour long ones, so pretty close. And they were they were all the, the albums. I mean, that's oh, what yeah, I that thought when album. we started. Yeah, okay. yeah so... The most listened to episode? This is Tangled Up in Blue? Th- that's our most listened to official episode. Yes. Yeah, so the most listened to Bob Dylan episode is Tangled Up in Blue. <laughs> yeah. The most listened to period is our mixed up confusion for Against Me. Nice. <laughs> Which is like triple uh, the size of <laughs> Tangled Up in Blue. Amazing. Yeah. So apparently people love Against Me. So shout out to um, all the Against Me heads too. out there. <laughs> we absolutely do. Yes. Uh, I was going to say, where do you think we recorded the most episodes at? Uh, the bunker. Clearly the bunker. But we did record at the apartment for a couple of them. I didn't count them all. And we recorded one at the Ox. So <laughs> sure did. Just, we have three <laughs> locations now. Most common drink of choice? Beer. What type of beer? Rainier. 
Which is what we're drinking now. That's right. Cheers. <laughs> It's in a can. That's why we can't do good cheerses. No, that's amazing. When did we get new mics? So we started off with uh, with Snowball. So I would recommend if you're out there looking to get a start a podcast, I vouch for those things. They are so great, great time, yeah. especially if you're doing like a just by yourself. Super simple USB. Get Was audacity. Like Thirty five bucks. Another 50. So they were more expensive. So they're more expensive than the mics that we're currently using. There's a trade-off. Like we're not questioning that. So right now we're using a Behringer um, to basically sync into our GarageBand so we can play with all of the levels and all of the tones and everything like that. You can't do that like easily with the Snowball. You're sort of just recording. But that $50 mic, what you're paying for, is really good. Mm -hmm. Like I got to say, it's really, really good. These mics will need to be upgraded at some point because they're not that great. They're pretty cheap compared to the Snowball. But they're also legitimate microphones, which is the difference between the two because you can't plug the Behringer. You can't connect. Yeah, so the Behringer is just the name brand of the audio interface we have. We have a four-channel audio interface Yeah, um, where you can take standard microphone – what are they called? XLR cables? Yeah, XLR cables. Um, Straight from that into the Behringer interface and then that goes to – USB right into your laptop, yeah. Yeah. So – Highly recommend that to go. We we decided to do that around. I mean, it was actually episode nineteen, which was Little Maggie, is when we got the. That was around June twentieth or so. So we went about six months before we got the mics, and I think that's a fair trade off. It's if you're starting to do it, and you want to even feel like you're you're stepping up your game a little bit. This thing is kind of a mental game changer. It I also think. depends on what you're doing. If if it were just Daniel and I, we could have kept rolling with the, the snowballs. Two Correct. was fine. If you need to record more than two voices, um, you have to get another device, some kind of audio interface, because it's just not going to work with – like GarageBand had a really hard time. Uh, I know You would have to make your own file. It's just a lot of work. If you're not willing to put in the time to understand – the difference between everything, I'm sure you could create an audio interface that has all three snowballs. It if should you be will, stated we don't know a lot about computers or music equipment. Which is why we're even doing this, because I think anybody out there who has a great idea for a podcast, whatever it is, a history podcast, a narrative podcast, you want to take one of your short stories and turn it into something, do some sound effects on the side, you can do it. You can fucking do it. And you should do it because you never know what people are gonna actually listen to. I thought we would do one episode. No one would listen but our moms. My mom doesn't even know we have a podcast. My, my mom d- knows, but she doesn't listen. <laughs> Calling out Daniel's mom. Yeah, so I, I'm just saying, like, it, it is amazing to me that we even get the amount of people that we get listening and following on Twitter and, like, constantly liking and interacting. You never fucking know what's going to happen. Like, I just can't stress that enough. So if you're ever thinking that you can't do it, you have to try. You just have to try. Otherwise, you're always going to regret I mean, not starting a podcast is not the end of the world. It's not like letting the love of your life go or something. But, but do the thing. Do the thing. Do the thing. And just try. Just try. Because what is this? I mean, it's it's not taking anything out of anything else. Like, get off Reddit for a moment. Get off the internet for a moment. Get off of uh, a bad text conversation with somebody that you don't actually really like for a moment. And devote that time to writing up a an episode and thinking, oh, it would be really cool if I had a – a horn sound here or I had a key sound here or I did this. Oh my god, now I'm building like those podcasts that I listen to where there's a whole narrative happening. There's things going on. You can do anything. If you've got a friend who's obsessed with stranger things, sit down and fucking talk about it. 
Because what we found out is that there's a graveyard of people that have this idea, but if you're actually willing to do it, you're going to shine. You know, there's probably tons of Bob Dylan podcasts we don't even know about that just disappeared because nobody nobody continued. Didn't stick with it. Nobody stuck with it. But the biggest thing is is passion. I yeah. feel like I mean this is a really like trite thing to say, but we we do this because we want to hang out. Yes. And because you love Bob Dylan and we are friends and yes. we we like doing it. That's right. And I think if your motives are strictly monetary or whatever your goal is that isn't for the love of the thing, you're going to fail. You're, you're doomed to fail. Well, that's why we had so much fun with true crime because true crime is the thing right now. Right. And so it's fun to make a mockery of it and then also fall down the rabbit hole and say, this is well, actually we really should mean. do it. And then you wake up the next day and you're like, fuck that. No, I don't want to do that. Because you realize I wouldn't be putting 100% into it. I wouldn't even really be trying that hard. Maybe some other time I will. But it's fun to dabble. And you know what? That's the part of the creative process. Who said your episodes can't turn into a true crime? Who said your episodes can't become a musical? Who said your episodes can't become whatever the fuck you want it to be? There's no standard here. We certainly don't set a standard. We forget to do the things that podcasts do <laughs> to be quote-unquote podcasts. But in my my book, that makes us a better podcast because you are getting us pretty much unfiltered, as unfiltered as I'm comfortable with giving you. <laughs> <laughs> But you're also not going to get weird, sugar-coated like ads out of nowhere, and I'm not going to sell you, you know, like, Casper mattresses. Yeah, Casper mattresses and diamond encrusted Cheerios. Like I don't know <gasps> who's selling those. I, you know, that's the new thing. <laughs> yeah, but you're not going to get that from us. Uh, but you might get other things. You know, like we. That's that's something to think about after time. Like getting money from people, uh, asking for support. I think that's something you have to do when you actually earn it. And not resting on laurels or resting on your Twitter following or whatever. I think for most people, they don't want to give you money unless you have a track record. And to get a track record, unfortunately, you have to work. And unfortunately, you have to work for no money. And that's – it has to be a hobby first. I mean unfortunately, you can't – unless you have access to a radio station or something or, or some crazy well, in. That's why it's like if you're an established celebrity, if you're known quantity – you don't have to put in any effort. Not really. really. No. <laughs> I mean, your your fan base is established. We're but, but two what, rando people. But that's what I mean. You could complain about that and get upset that that's the way that it is. But in reality, oh, I'm not saying there's a way not to do it. I'm saying like no, but people think that okay. it's a reason not to do it. Oh, you know, because yeah. they can't. Why even do it if I have to? You know, work to not get paid. Why? Because I have a full time job. We have a full time job. We work forty hours a week. Mm. And we still come and do this every week. And that we, goes back to being passionate about it. We do this because we want to. Because we want to. So you have to want it. Yeah. It's very important. When did Kelly start making booklets? <laughs> when do you think you started making booklets? Um, it was pretty early. It was pretty early. Yeah. Um, Tangled Up in Blue kind of was the first one. It was like a bigger – it's not what they are now. <laughs> but that was the first one I printed out the lyrics uh, and wrote in inside of the lyrics. That's true. The first one I took a picture of was Outlaw Blues. Oh, okay. Episode six. All right. Well, that was like that was episode six. I yeah, wow. and that's the seminal episode. We'll get to our favorites. That's one of mine because it's one of the most important episodes I think in our entire our entire show. But yeah, that was the first time you did that. The first time I caught the booklet beyond the because I took a picture of you drew stuff on the inside. You kind of stopped doing that. Yeah, but. I took some pictures of the insides. That's how I know. Like the earliest I have a picture of is is episode six. But the first one that we see a a shot of is episode nine, which is No Time to Think. It's sitting on the corner of this very desk. 
And it's hand-drawn. It's handwritten mm. in red marker. No time to think. Nice. That was the last one because starting with episode 10, which was Days of 49, it's been free images ever since. <laughs> yeah. And it's been the nice, concise, small booklet that it has been. And it's brilliant. It's definitely, <laughs> I think, the best thing that, we, that we've ever thought of. Again, that was never part of what we started to do. But it feels so fun to have physical embodiments of every episode that we've done. It's like a it's weird super fun. zine. It is. <laughs> and, and maybe in the future when there's more time and there's ability, like you can go back to adding in photos and adding in our uh, drawings and like little more thoughts and things like that. That sounds really fun. But as of, as it is right now, it's really great when you add all your thoughts and that's Just, what you use for the episodes. Yeah. It's nice to have fantastic. all the lyrics in one place and it's fun. So how many gags did we start but we never followed up on? I mean, the biggest one is the intros. The biggest one is the intros. That's yeah. my number one. Yeah, we thought having an intro was the way to go. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> we were literally – I was going to make a spreadsheet of all the ideas for intros that we were going to do. That's a, It was a terrible idea even to think about. Outtakes is another big one. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's a world where these outtakes have the light of day years from now. But we thought of doing an episode where we would look at the outtakes and talk about them. But is a lot. We had a lot of outtakes. And in reality, I think any podcast, if you're worth your shit, you're going to have a lot of time where you're like trying to figure things out. There's a lot of funny moments if you're doing it with somebody else especially because you're going to be riffing off of one another. Save that stuff. You never know if it's going to be useful or not. But You have to be willing to kill your darlings. Yeah. But I think on the other level where people like offer that up as like a like – a, patreon thing where they're like hey you can listen to us fucking up over and over again i don't know i delete the outtakes now because i don't think that there's something that i don't once you get to a certain point i don't think it's necessary to keep you fucking up i mean is that wrong let's or? i'm glad we have this recorded because catch us in a month or two when we have a patreon with outtakes on it so well we won't because <laughs> <laughs> i gotta do them but i'm not gonna <laughs> No, but I mean, you know what I mean. Like, I, I'm not gonna. We're not gonna do an every do every month for an outtake. That would my soul would deplete and fall into the air, and I would die. <laughs> like that kills me. Wow. Okay. My soul would deplete. It falls no into the air. Fall into the air. You know, as souls do. That <laughs> <laughs> evaporate or wither away. Something I still want to do is making a detailed timeline of the songs. So, uh, you know the crazy timeline that i was gonna do i I was actually fundamentally working on it but i've fallen behind on the show notes as of i won't even mention the show notes as of this recording (laughs) this recording is supposed to not be out of place there were moments where i fell behind on the show notes and then i felt you know it's like i wanted to have everything linked i wanted you to look at this image and be able to click on every album and song and what I was using just wasn't that good. I know that I just need Photoshop and I need like a good long week to just like bliss out on it. I think there's part of me too that's like I kind of just want to have every album have at least one song on it so I can easily create a, a thorough timeline that has every record on it and where every song will potentially go and then you can slowly fill it in. Mm. But as of right now, there there's – Half the records that Bob Dylan's done that we haven't even listened to a single song from, which I think is crazy after 40 episodes. So Yeah, well, that's another thing where, you know, having a full-time job, yeah, it cuts down on some of those creative things and those, those moments you wish you had an opportunity for, which 
brings you to a reckoning moment of I would love to do this and love to produce more and love to create more. How do you do it? I don't have time because I have to work. So then you're like, maybe somebody would like to give me money for this. But then even what would that mean? Because it wouldn't mean like we're quitting our jobs tomorrow for an extra 15 bucks. Because even if you cover costs, that's great. But it's not like that would that would. It's not like it would, uh, you know, make you like, oh, cool. Now I have $15 an hour. Let me give an hour because mm-hmm. I would already be giving an hour. Like that's the psychological part of it too where you're like money is nice because I think it would psychologically boost you a bit. But you would have to make a, a, a lot of money almost instantly to be able to sort of change the entire tenor of a show around. And I think it's testament to people that do have jobs and do put on a consistent show that is good in spite of the limitations. Because there are people that have nothing but free time and put on a goddamn shit show of a show. And I don't think that we're on that level. I think we're way better than... Well, I think this is a like a good bookkeeping situation if you want to know really how the... The sausage gets made? That's a saying, right? No one really knows how the game is played. The art of the trade, how the sausage gets made. We just assume that it happens. But no one else is in the room where it happens. Uh, we spend $15 a month for hosting uh, for this podcast. And the equ- equipment we've bought since we've started, uh, mic stands, microphones, our audio interface... I say we probably spent around four hundred bucks, four hundred, five hundred dollars with my. Uh, I got a keyboard too. You did. That's, oh, that's um, right. That's right. So yeah, I would say between four and five hundred dollars. And on a deal, yeah, that was like yeah, a, that was a steal. Uh, so we we've spent with. I say about four hundred. Well, that's, and with the fifteen dollars a month too for. Well, a year. no, no. So that's a thousand. So I, I said between the two of us, twenty five bucks with the beer, twenty five bucks a week. Mm-hmm. That's a thousand dollars over forty weeks. So we spent a G. Just on the food and stuff, not on even the equipment. So right. easily we've spent, yeah, about fourteen or 1500 bucks yeah. of our own money. Yeah. And that's double. So, I mean, that's a 500 plus a piece or whatever. But, but so, like, again, this is something we're doing because we want to do it. Yes. Very important. Um, there's, no, there's no money to be made. <laughs> no. There's so no. If you want money instantly and that's your only fucking goal, you're going to fail. Yes. And you're going to give up. Or you're going to be an overnight fucking success like every other true crime podcast on the planet <laughs> and this is moot. Yeah, but also they don't put out the same number of episodes. Like we – I'm sorry. We did it. So we we put out a total of 64 episodes this year. We put out 40 in the episode season one plus our Christmas one yesterday. 20 mixed up confusions plus our one that's going to be coming out on this Thursday. And then we did four um, supplemental series, including one that's completely done in the can, ready to go. Never been, just <laughs> haven't hit published, haven't hit go uh, for no fucking reason. So let's just add another one on there. Five. So 65 episodes plus the two, three. So we're going to be roughly about 70, 70 episodes, which is absolutely insane. Yeah. And we need to slow that roll a little bit. But I think the very first year, you got to show that you're here and that you want to be here. So if you're – if you worry about what year two is going to look like in year one, you're doing it wrong. You're doing the same thing that I used to do as a writer, which is thinking about what is the next chapter? What's the next book going to be about? I haven't even written the fucking first one. Which what business do I have? Which your, your moment right now. Absolutely. And so that's – and that was something here that was really important for someone like me, which was that I'm a super editor and a procrastinator and 
the fact that I need to get this thing out every single week on time. It was probably about episode maybe six or seven that we settled on Mondays, which was nice. At first, I think we were doing Thursdays. Inside baseball, we we record every Thursday and we put it out on Monday, so that gives us a good three days to to edit and kind of get things yeah, done. Daniel does all of the editing. That's fine. It's great. It's fantastic. But it took us a little while to like work out when to do it. But then once we got Monday, which is probably around triplicate time, so way far back, we've been consistent every Monday, except for I think we missed one when I went to May in May when I went to Virginia. Oh yeah, maybe. I think we just sort of like didn't say anything. <laughs> but that was also like episode. 14 you know what i mean so you're okay it's okay to like miss a couple like don't beat yourself up about it that's the thing you don't want to do and instantly tell yourself you're never going to do it again and that it's shit and that no one's ever going to you know what in reality the people that are listening are probably half listening they're probably just halfway there with you and they want to see if you keep going i'm a I, i do that with podcasts like i will i will have podcasts accumulate a good 15 episodes before I even go to them because I don't want to invest myself in something that's going to just disappear tomorrow. Yeah. You know, it's not like a full audio book. It's not like I'm getting into it for one specific thing. Like, okay, if you're going to do that, that's cool. Then I can, I can get into that for the moment. But if you're just going to go on forever, I mean, this is a, in theory, a forever podcast. I mean, forever is 500 episodes. That's, that's forever. Yeah. You know, but if you start thinking about the last episode, you start thinking about Blind Willie McTell, then what's the point? If every episode is like, well, what do I say about Blind Willie McTell? What do I say about Blind Willie McTell? That's clearly the last episode of this entire series. <laughs> if you start thinking like that, then every episode's going to be shit because what's the point of even doing anything, you know? Oh, speaking of editing real quick, Daniel edits all of our podcasts in GarageBand. We oh, I do. into yes. GarageBand and he edits from GarageBand. GarageBand so. is an old friend of mine from way back in the day. If you go back to our episode three, Tangled Up in Blue, you can listen to me playing my guitar, which was recorded on GarageBand in 2007. No. Yikes. It's 10 years ago. That was a long time ago. So you can <laughs> listen to that. Uh, we've got I've got a lot of old, weird stuff like that. We'll get to – I want to talk about things that we want to do for season two in a moment. So let's let's keep going. Are there any memorable episodes? I mean, all I can really remember is Days of 49 because, like... That was like... I mean, that was like uh, Michael Jordan stepping out for Game 6 with the flu. <laughs> and just, like, just... I don't think so. <laughs> that was one of the most clutch performances that I've ever seen in my life. Jordan. Open. Chicago with the lead. Timeout, Utah. 5.2 seconds left. Michael Jordan running on fumes with 45 points. At the end of the game, you got to get it out of his hands. I think there's like part of me, honestly, that keeps looking for. Me to perform that way yeah. again? <laughs> it just won't ever no, happen. No, I get my ring and I'm going home. Yeah, basically, Sorry, basically. <laughs> and, and I feel like even putting it to video was something that I just couldn't. And that's – and that's again, you get bogged down. You want to make all these videos. I think we have one video out there, which is the Cynthia Gooding video, which is fun for Folk Singer's Choice. That's great. We nice. did an intro, you know, your intro yeah. for Cynthia Gooding. So hopefully there is a world where I can go back in time and do this, but it will not be today. And again, don't beat yourself up about it. It's like, okay, keep it – keep a list of stuff. You know, do whatever you use. I use something called Notion, uh, which is a free program that you can use uh, to sort of get – yourself in order your whole headspace and i just make a list there that's like okay 
YouTube videos, man. <laughs> like, I, we don't put our episodes on YouTube because monetization, basically, you know, trying to get these down to like 30 seconds for a song is, I, like, in my head, fair use is not 30 seconds. It's, it's not more YouTube's of a, idea of fair use. It's not the, yeah. So, so we have a we have a disagreement. That's fine, but I think it's better even to be able to see videos of us doing our own original stuff, you know. And then we have Bob Dylan as context. Our entire episodes are all just built around the context of Bob Dylan. It's not to secretly play Days of Forty Nine underneath the guise of a right, podcast, yeah. you know, because um, we don't. You know, we just kind of get a verse in there and a, and a thing. So if you're thinking of that stuff, if you get really worried about, oh, if I play, you know, if you're if you're going to do like a Tupac podcast or a Tribe Called Quest podcast or a Seether podcast, and kind of, well, just and you follow our mode of, of something. Don't worry about that stuff. Don't worry about the the music. You know, don't worry about how much you play on it. Just do it. You have to make something around it that actually highlights the music you know what i mean like at the end of the day if if bob dylan were to walk into my room and say like what the fuck man i would say hey we're having a, a, an honest conversation about your work i'm not making any money right now per se based on your work but if we were that would the dynamics would change but at the point that we're at now it doesn't matter you know so you just have to do it that's my point Wow, if we could piss off Bob Dylan enough that he would meet you, that would be amazing. Oh, that'd be the best. That'd be great publicity. My favorites were King of France because you made an original song. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was probably right. – uh, Days of 49 is, again, there's no, there's nothing like it. One of the best moments in the entire series, which is episode 10. Uh, Hard Times in New York Town is a personal favorite of mine because I liked bridging one of his earliest songs with the Nobel speech. Oh, yeah. In the same fun. episode. Plus, the song is fucking great. The song is really great. Uh, I think the theme, the theme time supplemental – just like the idea of theme time radio hour existing mm-hmm. was so much fun because that was really great and fun to listen to. It's so wonderful. It's so wonderful. And sorry, we haven't put out <laughs> <laughs> theme time too. dreams or er, no dreams. Was the first uh, one. Fools. Fools. Yeah. Uh, the albums were especially great. I thought I really liked doing like planet waves at episode five it was crazy to do mm-hmm. an album that early triplicate F seven. So we did two albums pretty much right back to back. It was fantastic. I really, really liked that. Even the bad songs like Woogie Boogie, I remember that being a really fun episode. And maybe someday was a shit song, but a fun episode. Uh, do you have any awesome, awesome episodes? I'm just like, I don't know what happens to me when we record. I just immediately forget everything. Yeah, I mean, it's hard. I mean, once I say it, you're like, you know, it comes back to you. Mm-hmm. I mean, you already mentioned John Birch. It's like John Birch is an okay. awesome episode. Uh, I liked Man Gave Names to All the Animals because – we that was like our first episode that we actually collaborated and we both looked up animals animal but facts animal facts and then we hashtag animal facts <laughs> and twitter was incredibly fun and the same thing with if dogs run free mm-hmm. same thing where all the dog puns all the dog photos everybody sending me shit um on twitter was so much fun i've just i i want to recreate that but again it's it always comes down to time so season two i hope to kind of do more like that uh, Woody Guthrie month is that obviously, I think, probably one of our – that's one of our best ideas. We were just yeah. going to do a single episode for his death, uh, the 50th anniversary of his death. But I'm glad we did an entire month where we listened to Bob Dylan. Oh, I learned so in. much and like so much. I got so emotional. I'm like so into Woody Guthrie. <laughs> See, and that's what it was all about. Yeah. And then, like I said, even the terrible episodes – and there were plenty. There were plenty that I left – 
and you'll you'll do this too for your podcast. You will leave episodes where you're like, "This was shit. <laughs> I hate my life. Why even continue?" <laughs> Not li- with life, with the podcast. <laughs> yes. Was there an episode that really stood out? Oh, yeah. There was – no, no. There weren't any that stuck, stuck out. That's the point, though. That's oh. what I want to emphasize is that whatever you think, the pettiness in the moment, it's usually wrapped up in your own sense of self-doubt and shit like that. Uh, and even if you record it and it's not that great of an episode and like for us, the point is to have it out every week. Even if it's not great, the fact that you did it ends up being enough it really does so even the episodes that i don't particularly love i do understand the reason why we do this podcast and i do understand it's almost an act of attrition where we are starting at i mean 600 quote unquote and we are going all the way to one you know what i mean if you have to there are going to be wins there are going to be losses there are going to be deaths and and triumphs and that's just the way it is and if you, if you think everything is going to be a triumph you're wrong Although, honestly, the majority of the time, I loved every episode that we've done. It's been a blast to do, but often it's just, I think that I did really bad. And then you think about editing and all that kind of stuff, and it's like, it weighs on you. So don't don't get lost in that. I want to read the original mission statement for this podcast. Oh. So this is what I wrote. I have not edited this since I set this up probably in around January of 2017. Mm-hmm. I know so this has been almost a full year. Yeah, almost a full year. I had three main premises. Let's see how far we we get with these. Premise one, the short and the sweet one. This is a podcast about friendship and connection. Oh, it's a nice, it's a nice. I think tag. we nailed that. I think that's good. I think that one works out well. I think that's the overarching reason this one uh, continues to be great. Main premise number two, which is the silly one, which is convincing you that Bob Dylan is the greatest artist of all time over the course of thirteen years. You, me, like me personally, or you, the listener? I no, you. I'm going to convince you, <laughs> and the point is that at the end of thirteen years, you will give your thumbs up. Or thumbs down for Bob Dylan, but we must go through every single song for you to then express an opinion. Yay I mean, that's happening nay. whether or not I want it to. <laughs> Which is fantastic. But the fact that we would wait 13 years to do it is great. So that's the silly one. But the main premise, the serious one, is that we live in such a fast-paced world where art and culture zoom past us, almost as background noise to our own stories. And this podcast offers a, offers a, a corrective, a chance to engage and to take communion together to fully realize a piece of art. We will also provide a song every week that you will go out and live your life to, not on repeat. There is no test at the end of each week. Instead, of, instead, the song will be like a new record dropping every Friday or a must-see Sunday night TV show or a movie that you've been waiting months for. There, it'll be waiting for you to be engaged with. I think that we've, we've been hit or miss with that. Yeah. And I don't think that that's a bad thing. I think setting yourself up with lofty goals is, is – it's not bad that you don't live up to them. But I don't think it's like not worthy of trying. But I think that our efforts have been legitimate in that if yeah. we're truly to live with it, our lives are working 40 hours a week. They are. And that takes up a lot of fucking time. They absolutely do. And I think that we also really like engage with this. Not always. But some songs you can't engage with and that's the truth. I mean you're working a 40-hour-a-week job. You're doing your best. You're – you got other things going on. You can only engage with it so much. But then there are other weeks that we engage with it almost wholly and completely. And those episodes, I think, shine through as well. Ooh, I just remembered an episode Yeah, that I think hits all three of our mission statements. Folk oh, singer's choice. Yeah. So 
we had like some pretty heated conversations. And I love I think, Lose. I think I didn't bring it up, but that's one of my most memorable episodes because yeah. it brought up because back in the day we didn't talk much before the episodes. We just sort of let it fly, <laughs> and true. this was one that like wasn't expecting this out of nowhere, mm-hmm. and you just like completely surprised me. And I didn't think we would sort of hit these levels or kind of go that way. And I was really happy that we did. Yeah. But I wasn't – neither of us were prepared. We were just like – That just happened. Kind of going nuts. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think Outlaw Blues hits, hits that mark too. Like you and I are friends and that's what's holding this conversation together from being an argument and being like devolving into nothing where we're just screaming ideas at each other. Uh, and it's, it's hitting Bob Dylan is the greatest artist of all time. Let me tell you why. Yeah. And it's also hitting – this is a piece of art and it's meant to provoke you. It's meant to for you to deal with it and put it in the context of your life, in the context of today and and do stuff with it. So, yeah, I Love Loose was one I did, forgot about until this moment. Yeah. But Folk Singer's Choice I think was the one. But I think Folk – they almost are a spectrum for me because I think they did a lot of very important things that go forward. The conversation about – Important things like representation, cultural appropriation, cultural appreciation, all of those big things that I think are incredibly important are only going to be better served because when we started with Outlaw Blues, we're talking about an unknown entity. Like we had only listened to a few songs. Right. When we got to Folk Singer's Choice, even you conceded like, okay, there's definitely more to this. And then it made you reevaluate, I think, even Triplicate where you're like, okay, right, I yeah. watched No Direction Home. Now I got Triplicate. Okay, he really does love this music. There is something loving here. I didn't even think about that. I didn't. Yeah. It never crossed my mind because you love something so deeply. It's like you don't even think about it. Right. And that's and that's dangerous. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think if anybody thinks this is a fanboy Bob Dylan podcast, you obviously have not been listening because we absolutely talk about just like with I'm Not There. The best part about that movie is talking about the blemishes and talking about mm-hmm. that this is a real person. If it wasn't, it wouldn't be fucking interesting. It I mean, wouldn't be interesting. For one, that's my entire purpose on this podcast. But for two, you're very cognizant of yeah. the the follies and foibles of of Bob Dylan. Yeah, and I'm also of the mindset that you don't your heroes should be your teachers and your fucking friends and not your rock star boyfriends. Mm-hmm. Like I love Bob Dylan, like to my heart and soul. But there's no way that I would base a life philosophy on how he lives his life. What he sings about? Yeah, I can. It's just like anything. I could take Jesus. I could take, you know, Ewan McGregor. I mean, whatever. You know, I read something cool in an article that Ewan said. I'm in. That I'm an Ewan McGregorite. Hell yeah. Ewan McGregorite. Yeah. But that's what I mean. If he said something great that's worth living your life towards, that's fine. But he's not my hero. Well, I just you know? learned that you were really into Ewan McGregor in this moment. So. That's true. That's true. So, Kelly, knowing all of this that we've done so far, is there anything in season two that you're looking forward to doing differently? Are you looking forward to, like, more research? Are you looking forward to, um, you know, having, like, different songs that you can get? Are you looking forward to making more music? What what in season two are you interested in? I definitely want to uh, keep making music. Yeah. I want to try to stay on task a little bit more as far as, like, really – analyzing the song it's tough and that's part of the fun of doing this is because some of the songs are fucking garbage and it's like you really have to try to oh, when you get out, off but... on a true crime tangent it's kind of tough yeah, yeah but is that a net loss you know it's no, it, that's exactly. where you toe the line it it's kind of a net loss <laughs> but it's also kind of a net gain it's it's hard that's, and that's i want to improve the quality as much as we can in every aspect like maybe we can Pull some money together and yeah. invest in better mics, better or, mics yeah. um, you know, in a dedicated recording space of some kind. Well, and that's potentially going to happen. So. so 
there might be a the bunker dose. Yeah. So hopefully that'll pan out and that'll i think that'll prove to be a very consistent i mean if anything this is a consistent thing this point of view that i have recording this is so familiar at this point i can't believe that i've spent so much time in this fucking room i can't even (laughs) like uh i'm glad that we did this it's been fun to hang out it's been fun to do all of this uh we have two more episodes of this of this well one more episode we have two more episodes of the year left and then we have a Special on New Year's Day. So we're going to keep teasing it as we go. So tune in on Thursday. It'll be our final Mixed Up Confusion. It'll actually be of titled Mixed Up Confusion of the Year. Woo, spooky. <laughs> Is it spooky? It's Christmas. It's Christmas. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. There you go. It's over, though. So what's the New Year's guy? Again, Christmas is from December 1st <laughs> to, to December January 1st. To January 1st. Okay. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. Um, yeah, so we'll, we will be back on Thursday, Mixed Up Confusion. We are going to be looking at our top 20 of everything for the entire year. And guess what? We're also going to be ranking Bob Dylan songs. So what? what? (laughs) So we're going to be – so please join us there. Uh, If you are curious, we are on uh, Twitter, SoundCloud, Spotify, Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr. We're on everything at SOTWpod. SOTWpod at gmail.com. And also – as we've been introducing for the last couple of episodes, we are on Patreon as well, uh, patreon.com slash SOTWpod. Uh, so we've got a couple things on there. We are just starting that. So we are growing it. We're trying to get some. So if you have some ideas about stuff that you maybe would want to have or you've seen other podcasts do, please just shout us out. Like we are co- completely amenable. If we don't seem like we're chill people, we're not doing this podcast right. Please just let us know because I'm open to any any sort of thing that you would be interested in having, we want to provide. Um, Absolutely. Let yeah. us know if there's a subscription, anything that you would want to do. Like we we have some stuff up there, but just yeah. let us know. And for a buck, for a buck. I mean, it's like tipping your barista, right? <gasps> I would love to be a tip to barista. Yeah. So, and, and, and really, I mean, in our, in our heads, it's, you know, a dollar per month and you get five episodes. So it's like, it's, what 20 cents 20 cents a month 20 cents per episode a month yeah that's nuts pay for help pay what for a hosting that would be super that would be great if so we, could we just... can stop making negative money yeah negative would... money well it would have to be that and then it would have to be our um <laughs> incredibly cheap dinner that we have before we go to do this podcast so those are our goals can we pay for dinner hosting can we first. pay for the hosting Hosting first, (laughs) and then dinner, and then the world. All right, (laughs) Kelly, we'll be back on Thursday for Mixed Up Confusion. Thanks for doing this podcast. It's been a lot of fun. Thanks for listening to this podcast, anyone who's listening. And thanks, yeah, thanks, Daniel. Fuck yeah. If you're interested, tell me about your – if you're a Sound on the Window listener and you somehow found some inspiration in this podcast, I want to subscribe to your podcast. I want to give you money. Let me know. Like for like, follow for follow. That's it. (laughs) It's usually a fucking weird-ass scam. But not in this scenario. I will absolutely rep the shit out of what you do because if you listen to us and you find any joy, amen. I want to find joy in what you do. So let Ooh, us Provided know. you're not a Nazi. But we kind of already – We've already – I think Outlaw Blues we covered that. So <laughs> if you're still here, God bless. We will see you on Thursday. Mix up confusion. Our recommendations. Yes. Probably the best episode of the season. We'll see you then. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> I ain't looking to compete with you, beat or cheat, 
or mistreat you, simplify you, classify you, deny, defy, or crucify you. All I really wanna do is, baby, be friends with you.